Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Red. Red. Wow. Okay, listeners, you'd be so proud of us. We Oh, a fly. Oh, a fly. <laughs> okay. What's happened is... Tim's not here today. We've done all the admin ourselves. We had to unlock the sheds. We had to get into the house. We had to avoid the dog. We had to find a memory card. A, a micro, micro SD. Me- so it's micro. It's tiny. It was a little needle in a haystack. The, the energy shed. was very much that of doing an escape room. Mm, yeah, it was. Then we had to get the console working that does the recording. There's a fly in the room. It flew into my face just then. It's that's crazy. That's why we went, a fly. And then I've been twisting these knobs here and now the headphones sound crazy do those you are sound knobs cra- on the podcast board do yours sound crazy mine sound beautiful right really now, yeah okay i'm just gonna stop i want to f- twisting that does something to the i'm not gonna touch it anymore we so almost recorded this podcast with a the micro sd around the wrong <laughs> way and b my microphone <laughs> completely unplugged <laughs> mtv unplugged the mail guys mtv unplugged but we've, almost this. we literally solved it all we did and i am so proud of us i feel like I can't we've really it. accomplished something yeah and also we turned we pressed record and started and started the pod right away and ordinarily we have a, co- a conversation about things which absolutely cannot be broadcast <laughs> but into microphones uh so oh. hopefully this all pays off and you are hearing this right now and it's not, not a conversation this will be the lost these will be like the forgotten the lost tapes. tapes the lost tapes what is that mm. referred to uh, don't didn't they lose a bunch of tapes of Disney films? Maybe no, something there's like something that. like Do that. Do you have a Disney Plus account? Nah. What's on it? All the Marvel films, all of Star Wars. Oh, um, Skip All of the Simpsons. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and it's quite cheap as well. How much is that? To, I think it's about seven bucks. Oh, and I am paid to promote it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, should we do, uh, yeah. play the theme song, Cue actually? theme song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. It's the day of Ahoy there! A welcome board. to this episode of the Mail, the Mail Gaze. Gaze. I got my phone out because I was going to find, open the dock because I set up the dock this week. He did. I had to. <sighs> you were I working. I was like, let I me, let me carry some of the load. And for he you. Re- and you really did a gorgeous job. I looked through and I was like, perfect. I was like, tick 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 tick. Yeah, this is like stock standard. And I even like started doing like um titles and stuff. Yeah, gorgeous. I thought it was a really nice dock. Yeah, I'm really proud of you, man. How's your week going? Uh, good. Today was my one day off and then I accepted a... Uh, yes, you heard it here first, corporate job. Oh my God, I love that. I had to that. serve two looks. Um, cause <laughs> really? Was, yes. I was emceeing a conference and so first was kind of like business cash because that was the vibe. And then at the end of the day, there was an award ceremony, so I had to put a suit on, but also keep it very tight. It's so uh, crazy that was it the same people. What do you mean? Yes. So they saw you change outfits, but they hadn't? Yeah, pretty much. That's crazy. Yeah, but it just, you know, added a bit of added a bit of a vibe. Did you make a joke about wardrobe change? Yeah, I did. I did a little spin. I tried to get an applause going and I, I be, uh, about eight people clapped. Oh, that's nice. That's worth it. Definitely one of those performance opportunities where you're performing for a bunch of your uh, peers and seniors and everyone yeah. kind of knows you and, uh, and the like, lights are all job. up. You know, so I just said a couple of things that made people laugh. This money's in your account now, so that's fine. Absolutely not. It'll be months knowing my agent. <laughs> and I am and I am and we know they to call don't listen. Now. They don't listen to the podcast. I don't know if they know if I'm still alive, but uh, I'll expect that in my account in 2022. <laughs> they take so long to pay us. Imagine uh, if I got dropped, if they listen to this podcast. I would 
Love it. It'll be so good. I'd represent you. Yeah, thanks, man. Would you be a good agent, do you reckon? I th- I don't know if I'd be... I think I play hardball sometimes, though. No, Yeah, but I don't like to network. I, there was just a bit of networking going on. That's what I left to do this podcast. Like, and I was I like, I can't oh do God, this. I, I simply can't. I'm going to go to the TV awards. Oh, congrats. But I'm going to miss like, the red carpets and stuff because I'm um, also, you heard it here first, going to be a panellist on the project. Oh. <laughs> like a host nonetheless. Were you kidding me, Chris? I'm going to do the news. That's incredible. I can't wait. Everything's happening for you. <laughs> it's really, on the same day, we'll race from the project where I've literally been delivering the news. Yes. To go to the TV awards. You're going to be sorry. Sorry I was late for the TV awards. I was actually making television. Someone, I don't know, has to tell the news. I actually never stop. Oh, it's amazing. Is there a particular reason you're doing it? Or they're no. just like, we want They're you. like, you're the full host. That's and I was so like, beautiful. Host with the most. I can't wait. What are you going to wear? Thank you for asking. I have absolutely no idea. I went into showroom 22 today, <laughs> which, oh my God, dragged if they're listening. But there was like, they're like, I feel like when women dress. For award ceremonies It's like mm. Here's the gowns Here's the looks Here's everything yeah. you want This thing does fireworks This thing spins around This thing's all leather This thing's all lace And then when it's like Guys It's like Oh we have some suits They are a size 22 And we have <laughs> Handkerchief squares And you're like I don't want any of that You yeah. know I was gutted So that I don't sucks. know What I'm gonna do What do you know? Do you understand suit size? You know when you go for no. an audition and they tell you to put your suit size. It's like I'm a forty like, something. I'm like, what? When did we get into the? When did I get into my forties? Also, how can a number sum up my shoulders, waist, hips, leg length, legs, arm heels, length, teeth, tooth? What's that? <laughs> Todd Recall song. <laughs> shoulders, shoulders, hips, heels, waist. <laughs> I thought he's a bad guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he doesn't pay his dancers. It seems That's to be the main I've issue. Heard. Yeah, yeah, and some even naughtier stuff. Really. Yeah. Really? So I read a Twitter thread about it. And a well But honestly, I also think that song goes off. But also, I don't like Todrick in terms of, I've never liked, we've always joked about his aesthetic of being like, yeah. I'm a Disney queen. And I'm just like, why let the Disney dream go? Disney says it's for kids. <laughs> wow. I, the amount of people who've just turned we're, we're, this off. Like with their handbrake. <laughs> They've crashed the car. <laughs> They crashed the car into a tree. Why did you crash? Because Chris did that. Disney's is for kids. Um, Honestly, though. It is true because they're trying to reboot these movies to make them adult, also for adults. And you know what? They all fucking suck. (laughs) The Lion King remake was appalling. It's all bad news. It's all shit. Just watch stuff for adults like porn. (laughs) (laughs) The remakes. I wonder if they'll ever make remakes. Reboot of porn. Like of your of the timeless classic, I feel like the only famous porn, which is a straight porn, is Pirates. What about um, Deep Throat? Well, never heard of it. Okay, so there's a doc about it. It's uh, really it was, uh, I don't know why it's so famous, but I think maybe it was the first time Deep Throat had been seen on like Deep Throating oh. had been seen on a like a mainstream pornographic film. And oh, it's, I feel like the actress's name is Linda. There's a documentary about her. I wonder if there's any kind of climate change porn that's happening. I hope so because it's, it's a, a pressing cool issue. Yeah. It's like, this was made on an entirely paperless set. <laughs> I mean, porn seems pretty eco-friendly anyway. Do you reckon? Yeah. I wonder what the, the ecological the, footprint of pornography is. What's the most eco-friendly way to clean up cum, do you reckon? Because towel, I mean, it's got to go in the wash. Toilet paper, you're using paper. paper. Beeswax paper. Beeswax. <laughs> 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 this is, oh, don't touch that. So my beeswax come ready. <laughs> it's like it doesn't need to be beeswax. Why is it beeswax? Because it's environmentally friendly for wrapping your. <laughs> Imagine you just try and wipe it and it would just smush it. I wonder what that. I mean, Connie's don't biodegrade, surely. Joey's rubbers, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. When I was a teenager, I, mean, I they're used important, to... But... Uh, oh, fuck. Sometimes I start a sentence. I'm like, do I want to finish this? But sometimes when I would have a masturbation event, yes, I would try and just aim for the toilet. Like, yeah. get, this, get it in the toilet right away. Yeah. Clean up stuff. That is definitely... Jack right off into the toilet is absolutely the most environmentally friendly way to do it. Though you're yes. wasting water. Well, you don't even... Jack have... off in the garden. Well... Yeah, jack off in the garden. Jack off into the worm farm. <laughs> They'll probably eat it. They'd love it. I wonder why yes, I have protein. High in protein. Great for the soil. Yeah. Are you ready for this fact of the gay? Oh, absolutely. Oh, you've got one. Oh, no, I've written also this. <laughs> I've written two. Oh, yeah. Well, basically, no. I mean, this is like to call it a fact of the gay is like very tongue in cheek because I literally stole this off Express like an hour ago. Wow. 
Amazing. But there was this article that was basically like, gays, come out to your doctors. Uh, and I was like, mm, that got me. I was like, what's this all about? Okay. So I clicked on there like, and basically it's talking about, well, the stigma around using PrEP. And even though there's so many like mm. um, uh, research that's gone into it and how like effective and great it is, there's a lot of like, there's still like an issue around. When that like, I think it was like 80% of people that they had talked to gay, bisexual men who were having sex with men who like MSM MSM messenger <laughs> yeah um, they that'd be a great app so why hasn't someone done that yet yeah that's beautiful yeah that like 80% of people are aware of it oh that's good but then it's like the amount of people that are actually using it or something kind of drops off by the end of June this year 2,423 New Zealanders have tried it and 1,238 have picked up a prescription in the last 90 days. So that's like oh, that's pretty great. cool. Um, but then the issue is around like people feeling comfortable about talking to their doctor about their sexuality. Yeah. To engage that and begin that conversation. I had I used to have this old jolly man who was my GP. Mm. Patrick, I think was his name. He had okay. kind of curly hair. Gorgeous. And he asked me right away. I think it's in my work. Uh, and he was like, because I, I can't remember. How old were you? Uh, I was uh, recent because I barely ever go to the doctor. Almost oh, never. So this was risky. just after I'd started dating Sam. So we both got SGI checks. It was like a month then, maybe. Uh, it's such a beautiful time in any Beautiful time in any like, We're good to go, baby. Yes. <laughs> uh, throw those rubbers out. <laughs> Don't throw them out. Donate them. That's more eco friendly. Uh, uh, Put them in a worm farm. Anyway, when I, I and I was like, I haven't had a SGI check in a while. You keep saying S G I G I. You saying T I T I? Yeah. You sound like you're saying S G I. I'm saying T I, like the rapper. Say it again. S T I. Now you've really emphasised the T. Say it relaxed. S T I. Okay, maybe I just heard it wrong. S G I Jane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do you think it's an S G I? Anyway. Anyway, when I asked him for a... I was like, I'd love a sexual health check. Well, I was also getting a blood test for something else. And then he was like, uh, and and who are you having sex with? Like he... That's mm, a good way asking. Uh, and then, and who are you having sex with? Um, well, <laughs> Greg. Uh, Do we have time? <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then he retired simply months after. Sent me a beautiful letter. Uh, <laughs> Announced his retirement. Pen and paper. And then I've been passed over to this... Ve- no, email. Oh. Passed over to Comic Sans. Uh, really? Yes. That's embarrassing. And then I've been Passed over to this very quiet Russian woman uh, who truly whispers <laughs> absolutely everything. Uh, I've been in once to get my finasteride. That's right. I am naturally bald, but I'm avoiding it. Uh, renews. <laughs> and even then I was like, oh, I don't want to ever do this again. Wow. Well, here's the thing. So I don't is- want to tell her, you know. I don't mm. want to talk about it. Well, uh, trick a Barry when we can only consider that only 50% of gay men are out to their GPs. It was according to this Express article. Wow. Which kind of surprised me. So it says, the New Zealand AIDS Foundation Chief Executive, Dr. Jason Myers, pointed out that in a recent NZAF survey of gay, bisexual, and other men who have sex with men, MSM, in New Zealand, found that 17% reported using PrEP in the previous six months, and over 80% knew that prep wa- uh, what PrEP was. So we know that more uh, people understand the role of PrEP now, but one of the biggest barriers is that people are worried about needing to talk to their doctor about, about it. About it, true. But then this article goes into like talking about how maybe it is the doctor's role to their, like kind of open up that discussion in a way that's like the way, the language that they should use shouldn't be like heteronormative say like you know just yeah. presume that you're having sex with a woman or be like and never g- presume like the gender of any partner or that it's just one partner or yeah. you know I was like mm, what a tricky world for these doctors to be navigating I absolutely I kind of am astonished that only t- 2400 people in New Zealand are on prep I'm like sure how many more how, how many, many gay gays bisexual are in New Zealand? Yeah, how many, how many? MSM are, have, uh, are in this goddamn country? Five mil ish. Well, you it's and because it's beyond 10%. right. <laughs> if you, I mean, you can take prep if you're not a uh, yes. a man as well, right? Because you could be having sex with someone else who has sex with men, mm-hmm. or, or you know, you, you know, think that number would be higher. But then yeah. again, it's like fifty percent, right? Uh, not. Uh, willing to engage and have that conversation with their doctor. Maybe just in your Greyland bubble as well, you think, oh, everyone's on prep. <laughs> Mum's on prep. Everyone loves Red Peak and everyone's on prep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you seen that new uh, ending HIV campaign about like brushing your teeth? 
Yeah, it pops up all the time. I Look, think it's so effective. It's really it's like, good. I really like it. Yeah, I like it too. And I've seen it around quite a bit now. I'm like, good on them. What a great campaign. It was Mr. Gay and Z this year. Is it? Nick, it's Nick Francis, I think his oh. name. Maybe. Yeah. I wonder how um, it it, Matt Fistinich is going after all that. Do you remember when <sighs> um, all those Troy Savan stands came, came after him? Came for him. Yikes. There's oh. like certain celebrities in whose stands you don't want to mess with. Any pop star under 30. Do you reckon? Oh, but even then, like a Britney stand, if you had Britney stands come before you. I don't think, I think they kind of get it because Britney is like a loose cannon. Yeah, yeah. Troy, people are like, God. I know. I used to get, when I used to watch music television, there were these hardcore Selena Gomez fans. Oh, it was yeah. crazy. And they would run in every single day and be like, Eli, why haven't you played Selena Gomez yet? I know you're seeing these messages. Play Selena Gomez. It was crazy. And, and back then, she, she barely had a fucking hit as well. <laughs> she didn't have any of the She was songs. school, like school of rock. Oh, no, that's Demi Lovato. What one was she? She was with the Waverly Place. It <laughs> was a TV show. And then she was something else. Yeah. She had that one, I, I love you like a love song, baby. I had an interview with someone in an office and they had a TV in their office mm-hmm. and behind them they were playing like TV and it was the music video of Selena Gomez, Can't Keep My Hands to Myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that video, it's like so, I, I could not it's focus hot. on the person that I was talking to because that really steamy video. But then also she's got like a very blunt fringe and very straight hair and it's like, I well, I was like, man, that song was a long time ago because I feel like yeah, it's like true. volume now. It's like every pop star has like hair that's just like blowing in the wind and it's like 10 meters wide. You know what's crazy? The dentist I go to. Is yes. That, so, you know, you know the dentist. Where, do you, where chair, do you go? Lumino oh, Dominion right. Road. Same. I'm getting my Invisalign on. Maybe in the next week. Are you excited? Yeah. I, I was supposed to go and get a dentist checkup and then um, skipped it because I was vomiting and shitting at the same time. Congrats. Um, but and I was even- like the idea of her putting her hands down my mouth and me like, you know, oh, spewing would just be dentist. like, and they're lovely dentists story. there. They're lovely, but what's crazy Shout is that out. even in that one place, some dentists have a TV on their roof, and others go unplugged. You know, mm. which is so weird when you go to one and then you get to watch the Edge TV for a little bit. Is that, <laughs> does it still? I think it still exists. <laughs> uh, and then the, my previous dentist. Yes, side note, I actually left because I went once and I leaned back and then it was Shine. It was the Christian channel and I was like, I absolutely cannot do that. <laughs> I love that. Who is the um who is the dentist? <laughs> Dra- uh, Dragon. His name is unbelievably Michael Shea Dental. It's oh, it's in Royal Oak. It's uh or Mike Shea. Uh, which is oh. also the name of the co host of Weekend Update on SNL. Yeah. Uh and I had someone else and I didn't realise he wasn't Michael Shea. I thought he was Michael Shea the whole time and then eventually I got moved on to Mike Shea. Wow, Michael the man Shea. himself. And he was the one who was playing Shine and I was like, absolutely not. I can't. I'm not going to have you indoctrinate me into Christianity. Wow, while you you're... also fill the gaps in my teeth. Yeah. But side note here as well, I really like going to the dentist. I love I, going to the dentist. It's, I love the mystery tools. I love it. Like you're lying back, your mouth's open. I've got no idea what anything's doing. The one that's like, like the, that, the main yeah. one they use, I think that's mainly vibrations. No, isn't it blowing cold air? No, that's a. <laughs> I only know them by their sound. And there's a polisher one. The polish is crazy, right, at the dentist? Yes. It's sort of orangey and so gritty. Yeah. There's nothing grittier than the toothpaste at the dentist. The scrape. I kind of like the scrape. I'm like, get in there. I love to spit in that tiny little bowl at the end. It's my favorite. I love that, but I hate it when you you're numb and then they're like rinse your mouth out and then you try and do it and you're just like, like ha ha loser. And, yeah, um, and that's what they say at Lumino. They're like, fuck you, you fucking loser. It's been quite a big week in gay news this week. I feel like there's been yeah, a lot. It's sort of like it feels a little um, old school. It does. It feels a little 2018. It feels like we're fighting for marriage equality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like whenever Israel Folau's back in the news, like my eyes can't help but roll. And I feel like yes. you hear like morning radio presenters talk about it because it's like a talkable story. Mm. But then I'm like, I feel like so much of our community is like, we just really can't be funked talking about it. Here's what's crazy. I thought that, so the sermon leaked this week, if you didn't see it, where Israel Folau uh, said that the bushfires in Australia are because of same-sex marriage and le- abortion. Imagine uh, if it was a gay man that had like... Leaked to that. Leaked, started a fire and then was like, he's like, well, it's sort of right, but... But then it wasn't actually leaked. It was that church just put it up. So... Uh. That's what annoys me is that all these media organizations just picked up on that church's post. Yeah. 
Uh, so they've been looking for it as well. Yeah. I know they are baiting the story and sometimes I feel like that's more harmful because I was like, what's this? I'm always like, oh, Israel Folau, like, I'll get a little sassy tweet in there, you know? Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, it's almost like it does more damage than good at, at this point because it's like, I mean, I guess his words still affect like people who idolize him, you yeah. know, like sporting fans. Like where I'm so far removed from like Australian sport. Yeah. It's a real leap for me. Um, I didn't know who he was until he told me that I was going to hell. But he is married to Maria Falau, one of our most famous netballers. True. And that's, I, I always think about that because I'm like, I wonder if I was like, uh, I don't know, in a situation where I was, you know, what, what, uh, before before he got super anti-gay, she came on John and Ben once when I was working and Ugh. they did the challenge where they, you know, put some netballs in hoops with Maria Falau. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, yeah. and, and she was there the whole time and then I keep flashing back to that moment. I'm like, I wonder if... I could keep calm and not bring it up if I saw her. I would just be like, she's not coming on the show. Yeah. And that's the power of the of the male gaze. Of the male gaze. <laughs> so we say no to women uh, who don't like gay men. <laughs> no to women of colour. <laughs> you not being represented on TV, field. not on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'd love to... I actually would be like... Just like work, <laughs> I'm imagining we're on we're on set for something a full day, and then just at the end of the day, I just drop it. I'm like, your husband's a bigot. Have a great night. <laughs> See ya. My brother once, with, um, my older straight brother, famously not like me at all, was like, um, <laughs> man, I wish I could just have like a one on one with. Um, Brian Tamaki, like, because there's just some stuff I'd love to say to him. And I was like, that's so cute. That's like, it's the so sweetest nice. thing he's ever said to me. It was that's just, like, really he's like I really just want to have like a good old yarn with him and just be like, mate, what's up? And I was like, you're a legend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. But there's like, that was in the news, which was like, obviously felt like very um, old school, really, because I felt like we were just joking about Israel Fellow a lot back in the day. But there was something else as well. Yeah, there is something big. And I've also forgotten what it was. Here we go. Um, um, oh yeah, well, oh, yeah, well, okay. So, Cruz, the gay bar. Oh, that's what we got to fucking talk about. <laughs> which I always like to call, which I've now decided to call Cruz because that's how it's spelled. That's so good, Cruz. And Cruz is crusty, crusty. And we've come through it before. And sometimes I felt guilty because I'm like, I did too. But then Christ I just has such a small gay scene, you know, and you want to big up, but but they can fucking <laughs> eat it. They can <laughs> eat Christ it. Christ can eat it. Not, not the Christchurch gate, like queer scene. There's plenty but just of awesome queers in Christchurch. bar sucks. It can, it can... Here's the thing. We <sighs> had a bad night the night we went there. Like, before the sign that they put up on their Facebook... We paid $15 to get in. Which is paid crazy. $80 for like six shots. We and gave, then, and we then gave that bar so, so much, much money. money. And there was no one in there. They were assholes to us. They were so rude. The music was so, so bad. bad. Everything yeah. sounded like a track, but you honestly, like it wouldn't pick up on your Shazam. Here's what's crazy. I'm like, if you want to open a bar so that you can DJ it yourself, and I think it is one of the owners that DJs. Yes. I'm like, but surely the reason you want to DJ is because you want the vibe of like getting the party going and when is it? And that has obviously never happened for you because I've been there and no one enjoys your crummy music. So they posted this really, they posted a photo on their Facebook of a sign that was like out on their street which was the fly, fly is, is the fly the fly is, is cruz um <laughs> the, that was like i kind of didn't understand it the was sign. the thing was the joke wasn't even that clear the no. joke and, and jokes i'm doing inver- inverted he didn't but now he is yeah well, I, <laughs> it was an attempt at a joke but it's resting in transphobia right yes absolutely that's the and it's a it's a it's around that whole Bloody like identi- like gender identity genitals all that nonsense and feminism twenty twenty get fucked. fucked yeah um that fly honestly is coming for me that's crazy um, feminism twenty twenty by the way is a transphobic turf conference <laughs> I'm not against you know feminism uh, uh, <laughs> we'll get actually, up to that in a second yeah. as well. But um, so they posted that up, and it was basically just I I don't know what I, honestly the, the joke wasn't clear. It was, it bad was joke by writing. the way our bar men ha- don't have yeah, vaginas. vaginas. They're bar men, yeah. and then Fr- Frank is on the door. <laughs> yeah, it was something. <laughs> yeah. a little tag at the end about <laughs> some fuckwit called Frankie. With this great joke. Um, and then everyone was just like, "This sucks." And then the owner was like replying to every single comment, which I always is like is a strong sign that you've got nothing going on. Yeah. Like, and this is just like awful kind of bullying and um, kind of gross behavior. And sh- surely 
are they just is he just does he just own it outright and he's never going to give it up and so like he doesn't care is that kind of the vibe well i think because here's the thing with that bar in, in my opinion is it's like well so cruise has apparently been around for a long time as like an institution i went to it once pre-quake First right. gay bar I ever went to. Wow. Had kind of, the original ver- version had kind of like a New York lofty vibe. It was in the Litchfield Lanes, lots of brick walls. And, and right. I, and, and in my mind, I see plants there, but maybe that's just me with a 2019 lens on it. And obviously, I think the owners are gay. And so, like, for them, it's like they're providing a space in their mind for cis gay men to... Yeah, and Hadassah, who wrote the piece for the spinoff... Safe. Had a really good point about like the, the you can kind of not that you agree with their points, but they maybe sometimes there's like the older generation of gay men who've been through like the AIDS crisis, totally. who've been through lots of fights where they're like, I, you know, and a lot just, of marginalization, you know, we're and a lot of stigma around living with AIDS and living yeah. with HIV and that AIDS crisis, and it's like. On the one hand, I can understand, but then I'm like, I can't understand the logic of them being so close-minded as to like not accept the wider community in the way that like you wish that you were welcome into the broader idea of society, and that you to be so closed off and sort of so mean and sort of um, cold. It's sort of like it's a uh, what is the cynical, I guess, in a way that is like kind of weird and sort of shocking. I don't know if you've ever seen a little film starring Hayley Joel. <laughs> Pay it forward. Uh, beautiful reference. Beautiful Thank you for bro. bringing it back. And I don't know if you've seen a little film by Hayley Joel called The Sixth Sense. Um, <laughs> but it's just unrelated, to, but a great flick. You know what? When you've like fought for rights and then you've got the rights to think like, well, now the fight's over and I'll just keep into my own kind. But like, this is that same thing about Louisa Wall was talking about. Um, when we were chatting to her about marriage equality. Yeah. And then she was saying that there was a, still a wide section of our community who were like didn't want marriage equality because they fought so hard for civil unions and like so in that in that mind they had like a, a line in the sand in terms of what they wanted to achieve and they couldn't continue mm. they didn't like understand the idea of like the fight could continue for others like or yes. or to, to see how far you could keep pushing that and so i mean it's, all of it is like feels redundant because the bar sucks. Like just on a general, like a like fundamental level, it's like it's not even worth debating. It's if, not even fun. If Chris is, Chris is worth it or not? Because it's like it's not worth it. The bar sucks. But then it's also like, I guess it frustrates me that idea of like sticking up rainbow flags in your windows and like yeah. labeling, like having drag queens in your photos of like the, the four times that you've ever hired them at your bar or whatever, but they're yeah. not really like understanding. I mean, and I feel weird about being like probably, I guessing younger than the person who owns the bar. Yeah. But to be like, it seems weird that you want to like run with that and like love that idea of like pride, but yet you fundamentally won't engage with the idea of being inclusive yeah especially and, when so many so much of the battle for gay rights is like resting on the shoulders of like trans woman and 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 surely you could understand that you're like maybe as a gay man you're not feeling a lot of stigma in the world at the moment yeah. and that's because in some capacity you know you are accepted and that yeah. maybe you could use your platform and your privilege and your bar to be like oh i could provide the space for others that wasn't there for me when I needed the space. I could maybe hey the Joel Osment pay it for <laughs> pay it for it. Had the success <laughs> and <laughs> make my bar more inclusive. So I don't know. That's like I feel sorry for the queers of Christchurch because I remember reaching out to someone on Twitter who was talking to me about it, and I said, "Where do you go? Like, what's your option?" And they yeah. were like, "Well, C one, you know, like the cafe." And it's yeah. like, oh, it's really um, frustrating. I imagine. We want to put on a queer night in Christchurch. That's what we were umming and ahhing about. We're coming down. We're and coming. We wanna, yeah. We want to. Oh my god! Oh, just... t- oh, oh my god! Did I just unleash? <laughs> did I just unleash that information? <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
<laughs> Listen, we've got a live record date. We can't confirm when. We can't confirm how. We can't yet. confirm where. We can't confirm who's in it. But we're coming it to Christchurch to do a live record of the male gaze. And we're like, it's hard because I don't want to commit because I also just go like, we're so like lazy. <laughs> like, I know, but let's commit. But we should commit. So we, we should say here, we want to like host some kind of queer night in Christchurch somewhere. If you can make it happen... Get <laughs> for us. No, but we'll like we'll we'll obviously pour our love and support into this idea as well because I think it's a good idea. Yeah, and it could be a lot of. I just be. I think it would just be more than anything really fun. I think it'd be really fun. There'd be great music. We can guarantee there'll be good music. Um, I had such a lovely time in Christchurch last weekend. Oh, oh. my gosh, the water, the river is the, the strip. The strip. I know this is the it's amazing crazy. thing about Christchurch. What's happened? So the strip was like an area of Christchurch where basically you'd go to have like one drink and get punched in the face. Go to from one phone bar to an, like phone party to another phone party. I never went to a phone party, oh, but I remember so talking many. to my brother about them. I was like, "What is the vibe?" And he's like, "There's foam up to your waist," and I was like, yeah. a little bit scared about that. And hiding in that foam is vomit and unconscious people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> but now it's been like renovated, uh, and it's 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 thriving. hot to trot. It's the food gorgeous. place is delicious. I got some delicious kombucha from a little <laughs> little kombucha. I haven't store. given you my kombucha yet. I'm like, I really want to. I'm going to make it happen. I will. Um, the whole, and then I went through the walk into the park, like in the little squarey bit by the... Um, did you go into the Riverside Market? Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying. And I had oh, Shaka yeah. Bros burgers. Yum. Have you know how crazy is like the design of that um, farmer's market? It's like there's like old mannequins and windows and stuff. Like, yeah. You, you've got to look for it, but there's a bit of like... It's a little bit of like a theme park. Oh, really? And an old clock that doesn't work. And I was like, oh, they've gone for a theme, which I think is kooky. Cool. And the theme is like... The peasant's market. Like, it's sort of weird. <laughs> the peasant's market. The peasant's- but I kind of love it. He was like, get your fresh loaves. And someone's like, I'm selling Turkish delight. And it's just like, yeah. it was a real whirlwind of a vibe. Um, I loved it. Yeah. I love the vibe in Christchurch. It's right good now. at the moment. It's, something, it's, it's, it's electric. It's electric. <laughs> it's Despite Cruz, it's electric. Electric down there. Um, so, yes, also that, again, on this whole week of, like, queer news, that Feminism 2020 event happened. Oh, and I just happened to tune into News Hub, The Nation, oh. to see the Canadian woman who I think was leading the tour. Did you watch that? Oh, you did watch I that? I watched some of it, and then I just had to turn it off. And then I talked to our friend H, and they said, uh, like, um, they invited people on to respond, and no one wanted to do it. Yeah. They were like, it's just not worth it. Like, no, and there's that thing at the beginning of like that Israel Falau debate of like, do you engage, try and pull it down? Do you, yeah. or do you like kind of suffocate this whole thing? You know what's crazy? This is like subculture. So I then went on to the Facebook post where they posted the video. And you know how, uh, for instance, the fans of the Joker, you know how like movie fans, like oh my God. nerdy guys. They are my favorite type of person. Yeah. Well, they'll go on and they'll do things. Like one thing that happened was uh, fans of the Joker were, purposefully uh, giving Hustlers one-star reviews on IMDb. Like, if you go through, that is it's disgusting. got all these one-star reviews and then you click through its accounts that have just been made today because it was getting better reviews than the Joker. And then the feminism people, the TERFs have the same attitude. If you go onto that post, there's all these comments and then you just, like, look through and they're all, like, personal friends of that woman who was oh. on. It's so... And the... Oh... We just send all our love to our transgender transgender and non-binary friends who have just had, like, the shittest week. And especially because it's Transgender Awareness Week and to have that going on. And I just... I'm also like, what the fuck, David Seymour? You know that... What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Absolutely get out of the way. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's such a... It's obviously this his big kind of, like, free speech fucking you know campaign or whatever but it's, it's it's damaging hurtful hate speech is all it is it's trying to tear awful. down other beautiful wonderful people and it's just it's such a shame as well for it to happen in like a parliament building as well it's just like a, yeah. another level of validation for that kind of event that i just think is like really disrespectful yeah the event if you're not aware i got kicked out of massey university and then david seymour picked up brought it into parliament like, oh, I'll, pick, I'll pick you up and help you out so that happened as well it's like, it's just like a weird sort of week i reckon Crazy mercury week. is in retrograde so maybe that yeah, has so to do with it. Yeah, so how people talking about that? And the other what thing does was, that mean? We all go crazy. Well, I don't really know what it means. Yeah. But people like to blame everything on it. Yeah. The other big thing was like, well, it wasn't a big thing, but it was an interesting thing for me because I was kind of like keeping an eye on it, was Harry Styles on SNL. Haven't watched it. 
I haven't really watched it either. I've only watched like clips. But there's this one clip that he does about like a um he's like a the social media manager for Sarah Lee Bread. Yes, and this is written by Bowen Yang and Julio Torres, yes, I believe. Who are um openly gay writers for SNL and his um so he's like the he has the account for Sarah Lee on his Instagram or his Twitter or whatever, but he also accidentally messages that on the brand page like his personal messages yeah because they're all linked and they're all like very horny gay tweets it's very very funny and then all these like harry style stands and snl fans were like messaging sarah lee bread's page instagram page like all this like gay and jokes from that sketch and they were like deleting comments which is very funny and they shut off comments i think after a while god so stupid like embrace it it's a good thing but um what I thought was kind of interesting was like, and it kind of touches on this thing around this like cruz issue around like happy to use the pride flag when it suits you, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like people have been like, those kind of like radical <laughs> fun Twitter queers have been a bit more like critical of Harry Styles kind of coming out because he yeah. hasn't been very like clear around his bisexuality in a way that maybe could like be very helpful but is definitely, like, silently benefiting from it in a weird way. Totally, yeah. And I thought it was kind of interesting seeing him, like, do such a gay sketch on SNL and just yeah. play, like, a very openly gay character. And gay- and also in a way that's, like, just admit it, Harry, just talk about it. But yeah. also in a way that's, like, I'm kind of rolling with it now and, like, being kind yeah. of robust with it. And I was like, this is interesting. I think anyone who's been, like, in the media in that way when they were a teenager will have issues around it, surely. Yeah, and I think... Well, I think he enjoys the teasing out of this thing. Yes. For sure, and it's part of the narrative of who he is as a And it's giving him talkability. Yeah, and he is... I I reckon he's so hot. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Something flipped for me, and I'm just like, all about it. I love that I you're like, like excusing it. I like that you're excusing it because you're just like, because he's hot. He's hot. And you're the, like and a that, giggly girl right now. It's appalling. That really bisexual video was really hot as well. I remember when 1D was huge, and I was all in on Zane. I was. Back in the day. My sister was like a huge 1D fan. Mm. Like crazy, like really got into it, like, bought tickets to the concerts, screaming, that whole, like, that whole thing. And I would have been not out, but keeping a close eye on Harry at the time, because yeah. I think we would have been, like, I would have been, like, maybe a little bit older, or the sa- same age. As Harry. Yeah. How old is he? Please don't I think 22. I think he's maybe the oldest. I'm going to say 24. Hey, Siri. Oh, no. How old is Harry Styles? Was the last time I asked Siri a question? Um... Also, an Harry age Christian. Fuck! Oh. It's not too bad. I'm gutted. I'm four years older than him. Yeah. I'm gutted about that. There was this part in the conference today where um, they had these like invited questioners who were, um, I think, fresh graduates of like film degrees. And they, so there was like a panel going on and they were like, Everyone was invited to ask questions, but they'd be designated as the questioners. And then this one girl was like, <laughs> when she was asking questions, she was like, who else here is under 25? Raise your hand. And I was like, fuck, fuck you. It's <laughs> like, gr- shut up. That, <laughs> thank you for being here. Yeah. I hate. Get out of it. Who else here is under 25? Okay. First of all, thank you for being here. Um, <sighs> yes. I, I remember going to a. I was like, basic- I basically am. I re- <laughs> a lot of people say I read as 24. <laughs> Um, oh man, I'm gutted that he's 25. All those 1D guys are 25. You might have a bit of a variety. I don't. I doubt they'd be all be the exact same age. No, no, Chris, no. Hey Siri, I reckon Zane's the oldest and Louis the youngest. Who? Who is the old? Oh, who is the eldest member of One Direction? Okay, I found this on the web for who is the eldest. No, I want like a. I want Siri to tell me. You know, I hate when they yeah. she they just give me a blank response and a YouTube link. Oh, get a, a YouTube link? You absolutely. I hate if that you when you search it. for a bloody answer to a question and it's like oh, an entire Watch list this of all seven the... minute video. Yeah, I'm watching The Crown. How are you? I've been watching it for the first time, oh, and by and by watching, it, I mean going in and out of the room while my flatmate watches it while I play Pokemon Sword. <laughs> I mean, I will agree that it's colonial propaganda, and I understand that, but I do love it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've it's watched, beautiful. It's beautiful, and I've watched five episodes in one day. 
Do you think Charles will become the king, or do you think when the queen dies, we're going to have an actual moment where we discuss whether we need it? Whether we need it? Will New Zealand become a republic then? Because can we be bothered changing all our money? You know what I mean? Yeah, oh my god. Imagine all your coins. I reckon it will. Charles on the back. Such a good point that when Elizabeth dies. We, I, th- I was thinking about this today because I was watching videos about like what happens when the Queen dies and stuff because I was just going on this full royal buzz, which happened last time. Mm. And I knew it happened last time. I was like, I'll be very careful it won't happen this time, but it has happened. Um, I think we will question our own, you know, uh, whether we could become a republic. And yeah. uh, at that point, I think it just like raises the question. You she's know? been alive for so long. She's been queen for so long, like through so the many... The longest remaining monarch. She is the yeah. longest running... Uh, remaining the longest running monarch of all time and there's been so many massive changes and we were born into a world where she was like a constant like it, what the idea of i can't imagine she's passed on any power right now she did have power though because recently boris johnson had to mm. go ask for her permission to suspend parliament yes so she does have power yeah well, they and have- how fucking how fucked up that anyone ever has power because of their blood. It's wild. It's truly disgusting. I mean, she's got a lot of continuity in terms of like she's been running. The, she's been the head of state for that country for so, so long, long that she is a, a fairly informed person, but is yeah. nuts because of her blood. Uh, but she is pretty clued up on it all. I guess she's got all these fucking advisors and shit. But it's just it is nuts, and I don't know. I I do wonder. It's so. It's weird that it's Charles, and then the next. Oh, then it's William. As well. And then it's George. Crazy. 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 And we're going to have our first gay king. <laughs> it was like, someone I was talking to about this the other day, they, said, they reckon when she dies, they'll pass it straight to Will. They'll skip Charles. Do you reckon? Mm. There's all that gossip. I love it. This is becoming like a... <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a royal gossip <laughs> podcast now. The royal... Here's the tea. <laughs> British tea. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. Hey, are you... Let's end this royal chat. Are you enjoying RuPaul's Drag Race UK? It's been such a fucking sick season. It's been a breath of... I've been fr- really enjoying... I've really British loved air. all of the queens I've yes. really loved. Uh, even Bag of Chips, even though she was mean to her mum, I still was... I still kind of like... <sighs> I don't know. I, felt I was for part of me with thought it was none of that show's business to dive into it. Yeah, I was like, you don't know, and also because of like, I mean, I don't want to presume or like project or anything, but like, I don't know. I just feel like the idea of like a queer kid and their mum is like a very particular relationship, and you shouldn't just yeah. be like should be cheery and happy. I'm like, you know well that it's never that case, you know. What's the concept of that very challenge where they bring in family members? It's like, yeah, some people have charismatic people in their family. Some people are the only charismatic <laughs> member of their be- family. <laughs> I'm just. I keep thinking, like, who would be? Who are they pulling for you? I'm like, how I would deal. I mean, could you imagine Gay Parker on that show? She would be great. I just. I mean, this is me in this reality. I know how to do drag makeup, but I'm like, I could not imagine putting my mum into drag. My mum would absolutely hate it. (laughs) Hate it. And I would do that. I would do it back to doesn't and try and overcompensate. Your dad would be a man. My dad would be (laughs) gold. (laughs) G O L D gold. Paint them goals, and then yeah. also, could you imagine? Like, there would be some beautiful political message that Absolutely. would just run down that runway. Oh my gosh, heaven! Yeah. Um, I've loved it. I who do you think will win on the count of three? Say it one, two, three. The Vagachips. Neither really? of us said Davina. I think Davina's storyline has been kind of a winner's storyline a bit. True. I don't know why I said I didn't say Davina. I think I just like. Neither the Vivian's had just such a has been such a favourite for a long time. She's such a polished run, polished queen. Like, like maybe not not the warmest personality, but definitely yeah. super charismatic in like acting challenges. Maybe the reason I'm backing Bagger is because I'm like the first winner of Rubles Drag Race UK should be a su- should represent the UK, <laughs> and sh- you don't. I just don't think you get more like British mm. than she is. But and she's Bagger a queen like, like a Tory. That is true. She's also, get this, 29 years old. She reads as 45, yeah. I reckon. It's that yellow coat and yeah. like... <laughs> Brinley can do a really good impersonation of like the Queen's talking. On, and it's like, it's right. really funny to like... Because I feel like 
that lots of people talk like they're on American Drag Race now. They're like, come through, mum, and like all that, you know, all the time. And yeah. it's like very funny for it to be like, all right, yeah, I'm feeling absolutely sickening. Like, I love that, it. I love RuPaul that. comes into the workroom. <laughs> I'm absolutely delighted. <laughs> I like love that maybe people could like start ad- like adopting and appropriating like that kind of like. Yes. <laughs> like imagine if we start like talking like that and um, we, I'm never at the clubs, but I'm um, at the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm like I'm 29 and I, my mood reads as like 50 yeah like my favourite thing to do in the world at the moment is cook a two hour dinner wow and like settle down with some cheese you have been cooking some good stuff recently I've seen it on your gram I was talking to my therapist about it he's like you doing anything to like distract your mind at the moment I was like I was in the kitchen for eight hours the other day and he's like is that be it and I was oh like oh, it's good God. to know it's beautiful good to know. yeah what sort of stuff? What sort of stuff are you cooking? Cakes. Baking? We're talking food. We're talking. Yum. I like both of it. I mean, I tried to make a. Um, He's versatile. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm versatile, savory and sweet. Uh, I was trying to do like a, this like date and hazelnut cake. Yummy. And it was like kind of it had like toffee through it. Oh yeah. And honestly, I was like, this recipe is cursed. Like I just like did none of it made sense, and I was like, I was furious mm. at the book, and I was like, maybe I'm. You know, outgrowing the master, so to speak. Wow. But I would love to become, like, a competent cook. I feel like yeah. that would be a good goal. Like, I want to be great at cooking. <gasps> Maybe I'll do a cooking course. 2020? 2020? Feminism 2020? Or Feminism no. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the year it. is cursed because of that fucking conference. It's do you remember they mean it? By, yet. Do they mean it, like, 2020 vision or, like, 2020 the next year? Yeah, it must have been. Oh. What is it? Oh. I don't even want to give them a shred of more time. What do you want to get good at? Um, what do I want to get good at? Uh, I'd love to... Oh, I don't even know. Make, uh, oh. It's a hard question. I just feel like... I don't know. I'd love to make of... interesting hummuses and dips. What? You know, like bring a homemade thing. You need I like love a, a... You need a, um, a food processor. Yeah, that's it. I reckon you've got a long way to go. Yeah, huge. <laughs> I would say my current status is I can do kiwi onion dip, and that's it. Really? I've never made a different another different dip than that. I've made a guac. I've got. I've bo- made a guac. I've made a guac, and I'm feeling absolutely <laughs> sickening about it. Um, I- <laughs> what would you like to get good at? Well, I just want to get good at cooking. I think, and like being able to t- like, when I can't smell, sense different notes in a scent, and I can't taste different. Flavors in a drink, and I'd love to be able to be like, "Can you get that kind of grassy thing?" And I'd be like, "Yes," but I can't. I'm always like, "I lie." I've had a new thought. What I would be, I'd love to be really good at at, um, at running. I really like. I'd I saw love that you ran to, I've been posting pace. them. Uh, Is that how far you ran, or you ran for thirty minutes? I ran for thirty minutes. I ran for, <laughs> I ran for five and a half, maybe six. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, and I'm you know you know I'm getting faster, and I really enjoy it. You know, some people hate it, and I've really discovered it is. Uh, it's your thing. It's my thing. So it's I, funny when you clock into the thing, we're like, I'm actually really enjoying this. I'm going to keep at it. That's the cooking thing for me at the moment. I'm just yeah. like, I'm loving to cook. I will continue to cook. Yeah, I, I think will I cook until do everyone more. is fed. Yeah, yum. I Maybe I could that. become like, that could be my stick. Shtick. As I'm like the quirky cooking comic. <laughs> I won't be. Okay. Even, I couldn't even get it out. <laughs> and that's going to be me. I'm going to be the comic on the run. <laughs> you never catch him. I love to do more destination runs. You know where you go? Like a destination you, wedding. Yeah, like a destination wedding. Well, that's like when I wanted to go for a hike or a trek. Mm. And I couldn't work out the difference if it was a hike or a trek. Have you been to that dam in the White Tarkeries? We went there the other day. I reckon we're heading into the witching hour of our podcast. This is the pa- the bit where we absolutely <laughs> should end it. And but one more thing. Do you know I've got... I'm, I've, I've bought this like um, new shampoo. <laughs> oh, is it a bar, not a bottle? It's a bar, not a bottle. Yeah. I'm I think you told me. It. It's, it's great. so good. I would recommend it. What is it? What does it smell like? Grapefruit. Yummy. Yeah, it's it's pink. It's called Pinkalicious, I think, or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's called Ethic. How do you ensure... E-T-H-I-Q-E. I'm, like, basically baiting for a sponsorship. Just for me, like, when you depart from, like, head and shoulders, how do you ensure that the you can... The under dandruff's control. under control. I had literally this thought today. Yeah. I was like, they need to make an anti-dandruff block. But then I've been like, this has so far been not an issue. Yeah. I feel like... I haven't uh, had much dandruff. I, I don't have much dandruff, but I feel like my dandruff is an issue from sweating and not showering. Like, so do a workout. Yeah. Scalp gets sort of like sweaty and dry and then becomes flaky. 
when mine gets bad, it's absolutely oh, it's, shocking. It is the Alps on my and shoulders. And I'm like a creep who, like, if I'm alone, I'll just sh- and like, see and watch it fall. I'm the same. It's beautiful, and that's yeah. just dust, isn't it? You're yeah, just, just creating and dust. It's just skin dust. Isn't it crazy that there's millions and millions of mites on your face at all times as well? Just oh, I'm so fucking filthy, yeah. Fuck yeah. But I, then I also bought, so I started getting into the whole range. I bought a bar deodorant. Amazing. And a Incredible. conditioner and a soap and a body butter. How Would you ever make your own? Deodorant. Yeah. Not if they can make it for me. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a really good point, actually. Uh, <laughs> Do I make anything that someone can make better for you? I'm actually going to plug... <laughs> Massive Huge eh I'm doing Movember And it's kind of uh, Yeah what do you reckon Do You, you didn't, wouldn't even I, notice I do you reckon? didn't notice Wow it's really Slow It's been so slow And I And I had I'm thought I had quite a hairy face But I don't It's um Even It's so even Yeah It's It's really itchy and annoying oh, at I'm the moment. sorry and I, Yeah Can I have a closer look Yeah absolutely Peering Oh well now that I'm closer I can see it. Yeah. It's long. I have it? to clean shave the rest of my face, which I don't normally do. Normally, I just trim it to stubble. But if there's any stubble, it genuinely doesn't look like there's anything on my top lip, even though I've been growing it for 20 days. <laughs> <laughs> you need some hair mascara or something to like color it in. Yeah. Draw I it think in. it's quite nice. It's a nice experiment. I've always wanted to know what mine would do. Yeah. Could you imagine? Um, do you reckon you were ever in a reality be like, maybe this will work and suit me? Do you think you'll keep it? I mean, the whole point of doing Movember, yes, charity, but also to see if it looks good. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. At this point, no way. But who knows? Next podcast, maybe How we'll How much have you fundraised? 70 bucks. Oh, that's good. It's not bad. That's and I meant to... didn't have. I was like, I'll grow the moustache and I'll also do the run, run the 60Ks, which is the other thing you can do. And so far, I have run 11 kilometers. <laughs> but you're loving the run. But I am loving the run. And I did. I actually have done another run, which I didn't record. So I'm probably more on like 18 because I did quite a long one at the start. Well, then, if you're listening and you want to support Eli and his moustache, then you can go to his... What are the details, Eli? Uh, my Mo space. If you go to... Go to his Mo space. If you go to my Instagram, it's actually the link in my bio. Funny. Oh, God, we absolutely have to wrap this shit up. Absolutely. So, thank you so, so much thank for you listening. Queen of the Week to love your common. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.